Hello, I never saw that, listeners. It's just me, Jen, stopping in. Um, this is a trigger warning for this episode. Unfortunately, the first movie we watched, and we watched two this week, um, they're both offensive, but the first one is uh, beyond normal 90s offensive. It is extremely transphobic um, and also homophobic. Uh, extremely, extremely transphobic, though. And so we do dig into some of that and have some serious conversations about it that uh, could be upsetting to some listeners. So take care of yourself when you listen, if you listen. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you very much. Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. Well, alrighty then. It's time for... I never saw that. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry forever. I'm sorry times infinity. I'm sorry, Micah. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry that I made us do this. Welcome to the last episode of I Never Saw That, <laughs> yeah. um, where we will be documenting the end of our marriage and partnership <laughs> and podcast relationship. <laughs> yeah. The good um, news is we managed to find something that's more offensive than Jim Carrey's performance or comedy itself. I'm not sure how that's good news. I guess you're right. I don't I don't know what the good news is. Um but just to recap and let everybody know, we <laughs> we watched two movies this week because yeah, right Jen, in a row. Jen doubled down on her terrible idea. Well, Let's be clear here, okay? So last week we had the argument, was the cable guy the end of Jim Carrey? And the committee determined on, it was. On, well, and then You and could then literally other, hear all the fans of the podcast clapping and then in the, the magical, committee, though, a magical thing that happened. The other committee agreed that we did need to watch it. And that committee outweighed your committee because it was my committee and I'm the one who missed everything. Okay, so the so, good news is... That shitty committee has been disbanded <laughs> and will never uh, get to make another decision. Okay, well, I'll just form a new committee. No. Anyway. The shitty committees are done. So um, I did win the argument because, uh, well, in part, I blame my brother a little bit because he was in town. and Yes, let's blame your brother. Yeah, let's let's look for blame outside of me. Um, <laughs> Scotty was in town and he was a huge Jim Carrey fan as a kid. And he loved these movies back then. And so while he was here, we kind of talked about him. He showed me a couple clips that actually were very funny from the second movie. Um, and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective is what we're talking about. Ace oh, Ventura yeah. 2, When Nature Calls is the film that's within the timeline. Everyone knows because... But we watched both of them because Jen didn't want to be lost and confused. I just don't... I just watching well, the second one without the first any one was close enough. The first one's in '94. It just didn't come out. It came out like before I left. So they they were close enough, and I thought, you know, let's do a bundle. 
And and what I thought going in was this will be like going to the first movie. I was like, OK, I know it's not going to be good. I wasn't expecting good. But what I was expecting was like a few moments of laughter, mm-hmm. um, a few moments that were silly enough that would like make me laugh in and spite those, of myself. Those or... quotable scenes and those iconic scenes. Because as somebody was pointing yeah. out on Twitter earlier this week, a friend of ours was saying that Jim Carrey has like a, he had this amazing stranglehold on the mind of the teen boy at this time in like 94, 95. Yes. And that was my brother who was like a 14 year old, you know, and oh my God, my brother used to do the most hilarious Fire Marshal Bill impression. And Fire Marshal Bill is from In Living Color, which is what Jim Carrey, I'm sure we talk about this every time we talk about Jim Carrey, but he was, that's where he that's how he was discovered, was on In Living Color. And I would love to do an episode on In Living Color. That would be super fun. But I mean, he was in a whole bunch of shitty movies before that. Was he? But he just got his big break in In Living Color. He was very funny in In Living Color, at least as I remember. I mean, maybe if I went back and watched now, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. It's I just... funny. It's one of those things that his comedy, his old comedy, doesn't age well at all. And we'll mm-hmm. talk about that for other reasons, too. But Jim Carrey aged pretty well. Like, he did a lot of good things after this. I know there was a period where he was, like, married to Jenny McCarthy and or with her. And so he was maybe an anti-vaxxer, but not clear. Like, I don't know exactly where he fell on that. He's pretty anti, like, Bush and Trump. He's been, like, really outspoken about them and calls them pieces of shit and stuff. Um all right. Well, and he there's, does paintings now, I guess. I remembered that he does. He paints. I think. I think we talked about that on the mask with Sarah. I think you you guys informed me about that back then. But I don't think any of that makes up for this. Makes up for the <laughs> piles of shit we watched that were offensive <laughs> and not funny. Well, okay. And I just to be clear too, I never saw these movies. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the mask when I was a kid when it came out. Were you um, like too cool for these ones? Why didn't you see them? Because like I remember the the trailers for Ace Ventura Pet Detective when they came out. I don't know why I didn't see it either before I left, except that I was just hardly there. But I don't, I don't think I was like too cool for them. You I just think didn't like Jim Carrey. I didn't like Jim Carrey. I've okay. never liked Jim Carrey, and the concept sounded really fucking stupid. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Uh, like a pet detective that has it just looked like a dumb movie and another excuse for him to like say catchphrases and look at the camera and do funny things with his face and i was done with that does he i think i'm not i'm not saying i was like too cool or above this humor i was a little bit older maybe and it just wasn't on my radar thing well this wasn't into it at all this is something i wrote down that i think is really important and this will be the second time that we reference um, What About Bob in two weeks. There are two kinds of people in this world. Those who like Jim Carrey and those who don't. That's it. That's it. That's what's important. And I think that that is, um, it would be an interesting, so uh, so by the way, the original line, if you don't know What About Bob, is there are two kinds of people in this world, those who like Neil Diamond and those who don't. My ex-wife loved him. Uh, and then it's really hilarious because Richard Dreyfus then is like, so you're saying that because that even though you are like a barely functional, like hypochondriac, et cetera, uh, blah, 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 that your wife didn't leave you, you left her because she liked Neil Diamond. 
And it's really great. And I wish we could go on talking about that. And the parallel point is, is that I'm leaving you because <laughs> you made me watch these Jim Carrey movies. Yeah. Is that that was your point? Um, no. My point is just I kind of do feel like I feel like there it's just you do you like him or you don't. And um Yeah, like he always just irritated me. I get some of the stuff yeah. is funny and slapstick can be funny, but his is always turned up to eleven. Mm-hmm. It's too much and it's too much about him. And the, yeah. his yeah, yeah, yeah. ego, like he thinks he's fucking hilarious and the most amazing performer, physically, comedically. You can tell the way he like moves and the way he looks at the camera and does things. He just is so fucking confident that this is the funniest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, which you need that confidence I mean, yeah. if you're going to be and that I'm much sure of a he was, fucking jackass. I'm sure he was like being directed to do that too. Like that's what was. That's what people wanted from him at the time. And I mean, that movie was hugely popular. Like, people love that movie. Um, what movie are we talking about? Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the first one. I would submit that they do not. Is that right? Are you going to tell me it didn't make any money or what? I don't I don't know. I didn't look it up. I don't have any notes. Um, I am doing oh, yeah. this podcast Micah, under protest. Micah did not make any notes. He was going to not talk at all. But as you can see, that certainly didn't happen. I didn't do any research um, because I didn't want to know anything about it. But I do know that it's Rotten Tomato whatever thing is like mm-hmm. way down in the dumps. It's terrible. It's yes. all thumbs down. And it hasn't aged well in particular for several reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, but... um. Here's a here's a thing about that though is that if you look at the mask Rotten Tomatoes, it has eighty percent. So like my trust in Rotten Tomatoes is nothing. Like I don't, it's nothing to me when it comes to Jim Carrey movies. Like they're not it it it's meaningless. It but it's meaningful when it agrees with your um, bad interpretation of a movie and how bad it is. So then it, it's your meaningful. bad interpretation of a movie. It's meaningful when it matches your. Um, your rating of the movie. Yeah. So it's it's not worthless, you know. Okay. That's just called confirmation bias, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. In this case, Jim Carrey, early movies, bad across the board. And there's some glitch on the mask. There's a bug in there that they haven't fixed mm-hmm. the ratings on those. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I will say the mask compared to this film is like fucking Citizen Kane. Or something like it's no compared to the first Ace Ventura. Disagree. I will give the mask. I'll watch the mask a thousand times. Uh, we didn't even finish the mask. And it I, was so bad. Yeah, and I'm willing to watch it a thousand times before I ever have to hear the name well, Ace Ventura again. Hey, you've heard. Now you know what we're doing next week, folks. We're watching the mask a thousand times. <laughs> Finishing the mask and watching it. 999 more times. Fuck you, Micah. (laughs) Never. The mask is worse than anything. I stand by that. Oh, is it? Because I have a comic we can talk about. Is that not a good way to sell that? Are you not excited for seeing the funny papers now? No, I mean, I'm just as excited as I always am. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. So we're doing a new comic today. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. And exciting. I did a little research, um, but because the comic's so bad, in a similar way that the first film that we're not going to talk about that we watched today is bad, I 
I decided not to include that research. So I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's not going to be accurate. What? Okay. This comic is called The Fusco Brothers or Fusco Brothers. And it's about four brothers. And their names are Al and three other names. Um, and okay. <laughs> I know that Al is one because Al is the one in this comic. I looked that up. The Fusco brothers are, one of them has a girlfriend and the other three go on dates a lot and are like looking for love. Um, mm -hmm. They all have very specific types of uh, personalities. One's a lawyer, one's, um, one's really stupid and he <laughs> thinks he's an artist so he usually wears a beret. Um, that's Al, that's the one that's in this comic. And well, let's just get into it, Jen. We got two panels today. Okay. In the first panel, we see, um, you know, one thing I do appreciate about Fusco Brothers is the, the art style is different than a lot of comics. It's not huh. the standard comic. Um, it's a lot darker. The background on this is all black on the top and like shaded in and then it's white. It's really heavy lines, thick, you, heavy lines. And hey, you know what would be neat? Over-exaggerated features. It'd be really neat if uh, I could see it just real quick if you just flash that phone over here. And okay, then I, my... so moving on, um, it's uh, the scene is we see two people and it looks like they're sitting at a bar. I hate this. The one on the left. Oh, I didn't say we're on October third now. October third, nineteen ninety four. So there's a woman on the left and a man on the right, and they're sitting at a bar. The man has a mug of beer in front of him. It looks like the woman has a glass of wine. She has her arms crossed or just like sitting on the counter in front of her. Um, she's wearing a black like tank top probably a dress or something because they're on a date mm -hmm. and the man is wearing a a ribbed turtleneck sweater um oh bad choice my man a blazer over it like a dark blazer it's hard to tell exactly if it's a turtleneck because he has a big head big chin not really much of a neck or shoulders they just kind of slope down from right under his chin nice. so might not Those be a turtleneck the, the ladies like yeah could just be a normal Normal neck thing, but he has no neck, so it looks like a turtleneck. You know what I'm saying? A turtleneck? Turtleneck. I think you said turtleneck before. <laughs> so Sorry. I don't know what he's wearing. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, Jen. Come well, on. not everybody because some of us can't see it. Okay. So these people are sitting facing each other at the bar. He has one hand up on the bar because he's turned toward her. Um, and the woman, her nose is, it starts kind of in the middle of her face. <laughs> And her eyes, both eyes are directly above her nose because we're looking, it's kind of like a profile Oh, right, uh-huh. Um, but the art is really weird. She has like a short bob haircut, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, big, thick eyebrows, heavy lids, and her nose is half, half the length of her face. But it's not, I'm not saying it sticks out a ton. It does, a little bit. But it starts in the middle of her head. It's really hard to describe. Okay. Yeah. I and her mean, eyes are over her That's nose. the thing about comics is like it, usually you want to just look at them. She's got big full lips, but they're like, again, way under her nose because her nose sticks out so far. Um, and this, I'm looking at this one. I don't care. I'm going to go look at our website. Al says to her in the first panel, hi, what do you say? Okay, so I was wrong. They're not on a date, but they're at a bar and he's trying to pick her up. So he says, hi. What do you say to a date with a macho, masculine, manly man such as myself? Oh, wow. Okay. That's a seller right there. Second panel, we've zoomed in, so we just see their faces. Macho, macho man. I heard that song the other day. Cool story. 
I want to be a macho man. You know that song? I do. I don't think I got the notes quite right there, but you know. Not quite. But it, it was it. close enough for like a commercial about like cleaning supplies or something. Where oh, they just changed okay. some of the lyrics and changed well, the music you, a little bit. thank you, Micah. Thanks. Okay. Um, so second panel, we, we've zoomed in so we just see their heads kind of. And the woman replies, I say mail fraud is a federal offense. But male is spelled M-A-L-E. Oh, no. Is he, like, supposed to be actually a woman then? or? No, it's just because he's not a, a macho, masculine, manly man, he's saying. Oh. And she's saying that you're not. That's male fraud. Because he's wearing a turtleneck? Cause, no, because I don't know why. But the other weird thing about it is... That's this, the end, right? Yep, that's okay. the end. Um, his face is just kind of, like, hmm, nonplussed, you know? Um, but... This is, I was really confused because this is a black and white, like it's a a picture of an old newspaper that I got off microfiche. Um, so there's not a lot of <laughs> like contrast with some of the stuff. Some uh -huh. of the stuff that's kind of gray gets kind of lost and pushed to black. Um, uh -huh. So there are two big, and I, I realized this because I looked at several of the other comics and this artist does this a lot. He puts two big, really thick question marks over the heads of the guys when the women respond to them with these terrible pickup lines oh or yeah. when the women just have question marks over their heads responding to what the fuck the guy said in the first panel um oh, okay so there's two question marks over his head but it's such a close-up that there wasn't room to do them above so they're just <laughs> kind of sitting over his head but all i can see are two little they look like little antennae coming up because <laughs> they look like they're just part of his hair Cute. So it's like she says the mail fraud thing and his little antennae come up. Yeah, maybe that was... And I was like, was, where's the third panel the where he eats her because he's a weird exactly. alien? Maybe that was the point more than like the nope. toxic masculinity. He was, She just could tell he was like an alien guy. And she was like, I'm not in... You know what I mean? Do you think that that's possible, Micah? It's possible but unlikely. I think that it's just a shitty comic and that was it. <laughs> mail fraud. See ya. So I picked that one for a particular reason. Yeah, um, clearly. All the other ones were bad was one reason. But well, the other reason, always your reason was because uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the first one that came out in 1994. Let me just say this clearly right now. We should have said this at the top. Do not watch these movies. Yeah. They're not available streaming anywhere for free. Right. Oh, my God. You we can paid rent them. dollars for this. We paid for them. I Don't can't believe do it. that. Do I not can't give these it. movies any more money. And I'll be protesting and asking for my money back from whoever I bought them from because <laughs> the first movie is deeply offensive. Yeah, for it's, real. The whole premise of the film is it's transphobic, it's homophobic, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not funny. Mm -hmm. I get that this zany idea of a pet detective that can find like okay it'll kind of be funny we'll do like a sherlock holmes thing where he walks in and he can pick up clues right. that other people don't see and he's really in tune with animals see i am not i get that and there's a whole bunch of cameos with the miami dolphins and dan marino's in it and whatever what a good actor but jesus christ it's so homophobic yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so transphobic. So let me back up a little bit because, yeah, obviously that's mostly what we want to say about it. But I don't have such a problem with the premise like you do. I think the pet detective thing is 
could be no, I get a that. Funny yeah. pre- a funny premise. It's and also, zany, like, and that can work. But it's also, like, the only thing that I appreciate about these movies is that he loves animals and, like, respects and care f- cares for animals. That's the only... Th- Certain animals, except for when he beats the fuck out of a crocodile. Well, it's a crocodile. Come on. Um, anyway... <laughs> I'm just saying that was the only... I'm just looking for something, okay, Micah? Like, that's the thing, the only thing that I found interesting. And everything else can go fuck itself. Intermission. Intermission time. Jen went to go get some coffee. So I'm just going to say, for the record right now, um, I'll edit this part so that she doesn't hear it. Uh, I'll be picking all the movies from now on for the I Never Saw That podcast and kind of curating what we watch. Um, if anybody wants to send me a list of other offensive things, and I don't mean not just like transphobic things, um, we could watch those and talk about them and dissect them. And I have no problem doing that and looking at it through a lens of like now and um, why this isn't okay and why it's it's actually good that we can watch this and say this isn't okay that this happened. Um, we can do all of that. But on top of that being a stupid fucking movie with Jim Carrey in it, just send me a list of anything with Jim Carrey in it that's also terrible so that we can just take it off the list and I'll be handling the rest of the movie selections for the rest of the podcast. So everybody, I just want you to feel better about your safety um, in listening to this podcast. And so we'll just uh, we'll just not let Jen make any more decisions about that kind of stuff. And she's coming back. Hey, I'm back. Sorry about that. Did I miss anything or? Nope, nope, nope. Just I was just waiting silently. Oh, good. For you. So when you get to that point, you can just... When I'm editing? Yeah, you can just leave it. Um, and I'll when I do my stuff, uh-huh. I'll automatically just cut out the big pause that's there of silence. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just fast forward through all of that. It'll look like there's something there because there's a whole bunch of noise in the room. There was like a, a bug in here. But that I'll doesn't just, make sense, though, because you just bug. said you're going to delete it. Yeah, So I'll it wouldn't be it. there anymore. Well, one mic will be totally silent. And then the other one, there was a bug that was like, yeah, but you, in your oh, mic. you said you were going to get rid of that. I'll them. get rid of that. So just don't listen to that. You can just fast <laughs> forward right through that part. Okay. Uh, so, um, okay. <laughs> I want to just say something funny about the beginning of Asymptur. And it's not the movie itself, but it opens with him kicking a package around. He's, he's pretending to be a delivery person. And it's, it says fragile glass on it and whatever. And he's kicking it in the, the glass keeps breaking over and over and over and they do this bit for it just goes on and on and on and then he steals this guy's dog and it's the guy who was the uh, lone biker of the apocalypse from raising arizona and um then the guy comes out and like starts bashing in his windshield and stuff and micah's micah goes man they really got their money's worth out of that breaking glass sound they did. Yeah, they used the same sound effect for him kicking the box full of glass and for the car windows breaking. It was probably the funniest thing that happened during the movie. Ah, uh, yeah, um, probably. So I don't, I, I, like, you didn't take any notes. So what we're going to do here is just go through my notes. Do we have to? Yeah, because I, mean, I the don't. the first one isn't even in your timeline, so we could just say we watched it for, like, That's true. I mean, I don't have much to say. I have very, I have very, reasons, very, but... very few notes, okay? Okay. Um, my next note says, we watched The Truman Show, 
the other day. We've really been on a Jim Carrey kick that I think is going to end now. Although well, we needed like a palate cleanser after watching the cable exactly, guy. We which... needed to see him do like an interesting role that was a little different in a good film. Honestly, and I love The Truman Show. I, by the way, it holds up. I really, really love that movie. It is like deeply sad and it's really interesting. Really good. And like it still holds up now. Yeah. yeah. With and he's how good much in it. I mean, he's has not changed and television has changed and Yep. He's yeah. just a guy. He's just a normal guy. He doesn't do well, there's like one scene where he does a little bit of like over the top yeah, because there has to be, but right, but mostly. But it's a profoundly fucked up concept. Oh, for totally. A film too, and I always I forget that every time. Like, oh wait, this this is really messed up. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy, actually. Um. Anyway, so I mean, but now I kind of want to watch Eternal Sunshine or like Man on the Moon, just for like another palate cleanser. Cleanser to be like. You go ahead. I okay, need a he break, can I act. Think. He can act. I know. I don't know why. I. I mean, I'm not even. A, a big Jim Carrey fan or a fan at all, except for in anyways. Um, my next note, Hector Salamanca. Oh yeah. Because the guy who plays Hector Salamanca in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is in it. He's his, uh, landlord. Um, next note was he has a beeper. Yeah. So he a had a pager, beeper. Yeah. He fell off a building into some garbage and got a beep. A page. A page. <laughs> probably. I think that was more common. A beep. Well, what's the difference between a beeper and a pager? A beeper beeps and a pager pages. Okay, so then if it's a beeper, you got a, he got a beep. He got a beeped. He got beeped at. Anyways, um, the next note was there are two kinds of people in this world: those who like Jim Carrey and those who don't. My next note is the physical stuff is funny, but not the facial stuff or the way he talks or the things he says. Oh my god, why does he talk like that? I don't. Why I, would <laughs> he doesn't talk like that all the time? There are I moments know. where he talks like a normal person. I, I here's the thing is like with this role, I can't figure out it is very um inscrutable to me. Like why Like was this a character like, like from who, In Living Color I'm not sure. originally? Or it, was it a sketch that I don't think it was because I read a I did okay, I lied. I did a little bit of research. I just didn't write any of it down. <gasps> but originally I did hear that. They wrote it, it was supposed to be just like a Sherlock Holmes movie, and then they wrote it as a pet detective thing. Um, and then Jim Carrey came on board, and when he came on board, he said that he liked the concept, but he had to he had to be really, really fucking good at his job. Like, he had to be <laughs> actually a good pet detective. So not like an Inspector Clouseau type? Is that what right. they were going I for at first? I think originally it was like... Oh, that would have been much funnier, Just an actually. idiot. That would have been much funnier. Interesting. That's weird. Because I can see this coming out of kind of a sketch comedy. Totally. That's how it feels idea. to me. Like it's a funny one-liner. It, like Ace Ventura, right. pet detective. It would have been a really <laughs> funny sketch on In okay, Living no, Color. Over. And he's just, because because there doesn't need to be any character depth in a tiny fucking sketch. And the issue for me is I can't figure out what they're going for like what he's going for who is this person you never get any kind of grasp on who he is because he doesn't always talk crazy like that but also kind of does and i can't tell whether he's doing it on purpose to like fuck with other people or if i'm just overthinking it which is pretty much i'm pretty sure that's what it and is and there's no 
there's no backstory. There's nothing real about this person. He doesn't ever tell. He tells one. Right. There's one moment where he tells Courtney Cox about a dream he had when he was a kid about a rabid dog. and But he only does it to like scare her and do a jump scare. Yeah, no, there's nothing. There's no, it's not even depth, but there's just no, um, uh, there's no explanation. Like there needed to be. Nothing at all. Like there's no, there's, you can't connect to this character. So if you don't find it funny, you're really fucked in this movie because you're like, what is, like, there's no point He's to just any of this. extremely irritating too. Yeah. Like, I mean, but people I. People hate him. But what Rightfully I wrote is so, yeah, within oh, the universe. Yeah, people don't like him except for the one super hottie Courtney Cox, right. who of course just finds him so charming but and falls in love with him. But she hates him at first too, and that part they don't develop that at all. She it doesn't just happens really hate because him. you know it has to happen. It was so. I it's was like, no, terrible. please don't make her. And be for into some him. reason, Tone Loke likes him. Let's do it. His oh, yeah, friend Tone who's Loke. a cop. Yeah. And they don't explore that relationship or how they know each other or why this capable police officer yeah would like this fucking idiot who literally talks out of his butt to him yeah he does yeah he does a lot of that but um he is really to what you said butt like i'm gonna talk out of my butt after no like after i I see i said butt the butt (laughs) butt talking out of you said butt ass um The thing is, I think, like, he is really good at his job, right? And so Tone Loke maybe appreciates that and also appreciates that there are shitty cops who are trying to shut him down from doing his work and Tone Loke sees that he has value. I don't know. That's what I think. Okay, it, that's, it doesn't enough, matter. that's enough justifying anything in this movie. Let's so, but what I was saying is, like, that his physical, the way he moves, I do find funny. If he did more of the slapstick, like movements i would be okay with that but the face first of all the man has no jaw he can open his mouth so wide or he has too much jaw or he or he can unhinge his jaw or something i don't i don't understand it's like his mouth is enormous it's enormous which does help him to be very expressive there's a scene where he and dan marino are like tied up and being like threatened and he's just sobbing and he opens his mouth and screams like sobbing scream and it's the camera is so close on his face you can see inside (laughs) the cavern of his mouth it's which is so gross they do that all the time i hate you could fit a softball in this dude's mouth that's what she said or uh that's what anyway and so um So basically, uh, yeah. So I tone loke was my next note, but I'll and I'll come back to that just for one quick thing. But uh, my next note is: How could anyone be attracted to this man? And I don't mean Ace Ventura, just Ace Ventura. I mean Jim Carrey. Mm. How? I mean, I see it in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. He's actually he is a compelling, attractive person, though he's deeply depressed. Um, outside of this. Outside of that, watching him, I can't see him in any way. Like, I even try. Like, I I tried watching these movies. I'm, like, looking for moments when I'm like, oh, okay. Like, there's a little bit of charm or there's, like, a kind of sexy or cute or any, any, any type of attractive anything. There's none. There's nothing. There's zero. And so Courtney Cox... Like falling for this dude, absolutely 
makes no sense at all. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is the confidence. Yeah. He's so overconfident and some yeah. people are attracted to that. Not in the universe of the films, but I'm saying outside of it. He I... also has this confidence that he, at the time, he was uh-huh. making so many movies. He was the highest paid actor. He, You have to be super confident to be that weird and think it's going to be but funny. But there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. And I, like, I'm very attracted to confidence. I don't find arrogance... I mean, I know that sometimes there's a fine line and and very confident people can be arrogant, but I'm talking about like, that's like where he lives, at least in this role. I don't know a lot about Jim Carrey and I don't really care, but. um, Hey, you want to know before you go into yours, can I just add a note about another thing I hate about Uh, this movie? Um, So we did a show a while ago called News Radio. Um, God, don't bring that up. we We were wrong about it. At first, and we watched some more episodes, and we actually liked it and enjoyed it. Listen, but, wait. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I haven't listened to it in a while, so I don't know. But I, I, I our friend Len has told us that we're very wrong about news radio because she absolutely loves that show. It's like her favorite show. And I will say, like, the second episode we watched, I was totally on board and wanted to watch the rest of it. Um, and I don't, I the first, ep- I'm not going to apologize for how I felt about the first episode. That was just how I felt about the first episode yeah, that we watched. Yeah, I think as a show, though, it gets better. And we didn't first, give it a chance way better. at first. Um, we watched two episodes, so yeah. I think we did give it a chance. But at that first episode, we did not give it a chance. So we recorded another like podcast episode about it because people were like, no, you have to give it more time and watch more. Really? We weren't planning to do that? No, I don't think so. Because I, I thought... I think we were like, uh, maybe we're done with this. Oh, okay. um, And people told us, no, go back to it because it gets better. And I, I will stand by one thing, though. Uh-huh. The reason I bring this up. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan sucks. Joe Rogan can eat my nads. And. Not. I hate to say cannot. this, but this movie made me agree with Joe Rogan. Because <laughs> in 2019, Joe Rogan <laughs> talked about how transphobic and how terrible this fucking movie is. Which is weird on a lot of levels but yeah i also agree with joe rogan about that so i hate noted homophobe joe rogan that i have to agree with joe rogan on anything but it's deeply transphobic and terrible because sean young plays yeah i was gonna get there okay the head of the chief of police or whatever yep and well, the whole premise is ridiculous. There's a, the dolphin gets stolen from the Miami Dolphins, like their mascot. Okay, which and, is fine. That's funny. Like, how do you steal a dolphin, and why? Yeah. Why do they have a real dolphin? And in also, the stadium and I do wish they would have addressed the the fucking issues with that. I mean, they they're anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, right. Like he loves animals so much, but he's fine with them being in captivity, yeah. even though he's not this because he dolphin. goes to see a friend who's like some sort of super crazy hacker animal rights activist. Oh, yeah, who's saving whales. Who's saving whales and that doing was, other things. That guy like, was the best character in the movie. And yet, he's fine with this dolphin living in a tiny tank in a football stadium. Yeah, doing, you know, They didn't field think goals. this all through, I don't think, the character anyway, development. it doesn't matter. Um, Sean Young is the <sighs> chief of police, but turns out to actually be this old, this ex-Miami dolphin who missed a Super Bowl field goal and they lost the Super Bowl because of this one kick and like this person, Ray Finkel what was his name. They, he's just been like living in shame forever since and he went to a mental institution and he's blah, blah, blah. So he 
transitioned, he became a woman. And because he took over the identity, like Jim Carrey goes back oh, to right. the mental institution and goes through his things and finds a newspaper clipping right, of a like, woman, like, a hiker that was missing. And he takes over that person's identity, which uh-huh. I don't know how you do that when it's like in <laughs> it the was news a newspaper that this article. person's dead <laughs> or they or couldn't find her. Or it was like, okay, yeah. maybe she was just missing and then she came back. And anyway, yeah, so basically, um, She's a, trans- a transgender woman, and I don't even – I don't actually even want to give it any more airtime. Like, I don't even want to talk about what they do. I'll just say that the, everyone's fucking disgusted, and she's painted, like, some kind of fucking, you know. She's evil. She's psycho. She's... Yep, yep. She belongs in a men- mental institution, and yeah. they play the music from the crying game, which is yeah. like, Jesus Christ, could you – could you be more insensitive? So that was really upsetting and awful. And it was so awful. Like that was my last note was extreme transphobia and homophobia. And it was so awful that I said to Micah, let's not watch the second one. That was so awful. And I I did not have any idea. I had never heard that about Ace Ventura. I didn't I would not have agreed to watch it or or forced you to watch it if I had known. That it was so transphobic and, I didn't, and homophobic. I don't know how I never knew. I mean, I never I saw know, it, it seems but like I we never heard, heard people that. talking about it. Like, it just wasn't a big deal back it's then. Just people, I think people like, were like, yeah, of course, the villain's transgender. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, but since that was then, the whole it seems reaction. like there would have been a story about it or something. Honestly, it's that bad. Like, well, it's, Joe Rogan brought it up. I think I mean, people okay. have brought it up before, and I did see a headline. I couldn't read the article for some reason, but um, I did see a headline where... Jim Carrey has revisited it and said, like, yeah, that was fucked up. We shouldn't have done that. Well, that's something, I guess. And Sean um, Young, I, Sean Young was so weird in this. And I didn't get it at first because I didn't know mm-hmm, what was coming. Mm-hmm. I have liked Sean Young in other things. But I she was Sean so Young stiff in and the movie Cousins. bizarre in this. And yeah. I think it's just because she was playing it as. She was trying to pretend to be a man. Yeah, what the hell? Being a woman. Yeah, totally. That's that's what that was. Um. Yeah, so anyway, it was really disturbing and awful and offensive, and um, we will put a trigger warning on the description of this episode, because I, uh, and that's why I don't want to get into it too much, because I don't want our trans and genderqueer and, you know, LGBTQ anyone, listeners, to be, have to listen to any of that shit. Uh, But anyway, my point is, I said, after we watched that movie, I turned to Micah and I said, I do not want to watch the second one. I don't want to give this franchise any more money. That was so offensive. We can do an episode on that and we can just talk about why we didn't watch the second one. And you know who made us watch the second one? Who was it, Micah? It was me. And yes, I, it I was. I can't really explain my decision. It was pure rage that I was feeling at the time. It was like, I've come this far. I'm not stopping now. Right. Or like it what? Was like you... We watched that one, and it's not even in the timeline. We're watching the second one. Because the whole yeah. thing was, we have to finish all these Jim Carrey things that are in the timeline. We're fucking watching it now. You put mm-hmm. me through that. Mm-hmm. It was like the gambler's fallacy, I guess. Like, I was just... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm in this I'm going to win my money back. I uh, might as well yeah. destroy my brain some more and put myself through more torture. I mean, okay, so... I didn't think I was going to win anything, though. I didn't think it was going to be good. <laughs> Moving on to When Nature Calls, which is Ace Ventura 2. Um, so my first note on this one was I seriously can't believe we're watching this. I mean, I couldn't believe yeah. that we were doing this. Um, I mean, I guess I was thinking it can't be worse than that. 
No, right? and it wasn't. Like it's... In my opinion, so here's how I feel. I mean, even though Rotten Tomatoes, I think the first one has like 41% or something. This one has like, I don't know, 18% or maybe worse. But um, I thought this one was better. I I laughed a couple times. In fact, there's one part that made me laugh very hard. And that's more than I can say for the first movie where like neither of us even cracked us. I mean, that's not true. I'm sure I laughed at a couple stupid little physical things he did. But um, there were parts in this one that actually really made me laugh. So I have to I have to give it some props for that. And uh-huh. The amount now of, you go. The amount of like weird stereotypes and cultural like I don't even know what to call it. Like I know. mixing of cultures and anything that's not well, white like, culture. Right. White right. American culture is all the same and we can just mix it up and toss it in a big bag and he can <laughs> yeah. just interact with it in a funny way. Yeah, yeah. Where he's super offensive mm-hmm. and says dumb shit and everybody just <laughs> laughs and smiles. And once again, he has sex with the hottest woman oh, God. in the well, movie. It's about um she finds him African tribes adorable, there apparently. Are, there's this albino bat that he's trying to find because somebody uh, this big Stupid rich guy stole the bat. He's got some dirty Australian friends who but helped him do it. But he's blaming it on the savage tribe. On the, exactly. Not they the friendly say tribe. Savage tribe. And they're going to go to war. It's just, they're trying to we don't cause have a to war talk about tribes. that no, either. I don't think it's we, nonsense. We don't need to talk about the, the how they depict the tribal people. But at the very beginning of the film, they show it's not just the African stuff, which is bad enough as it is. Like mm-hmm. all the, everything that happens in Africa is offensive. And that's most of the movie. <laughs> Um, I mean, okay, I, I don't, I don't feel like I can fully speak to that honestly. Like, I, I think um, they were, you know, again, like in the same way that they make him so ridiculous and over the top and not like any actual human. I feel like they were doing the same thing with African tribes. Like they, they just do that with everything. I'm not excusing yeah, the stereotypical bullshit, up. but like, well, I know, but. I think the only portrayal they showed of African people, other than the one, the one woman, the one guy who, that's a cop, who he who's a bad cop, who's like in on the bad thing. All the other black people in the movie, uh huh, are primitive savages. You're saying that that's how they were portraying them. That's how they portrayed them in the film. The most, the white most people of them, yes, yes, in the movie are civilized colonizers, but right. that's they're. They're the good That's guys, what they do. and well, they're that, like, well, no, they're not. They're the bad guys. They end up being the bad guys. That's the but thing, Micah. They, they only show white civilization, and then, oh yeah, there are brown people in Africa, but they all live in huts in the for in the jungle, and they all are tribal, like primitive peoples. I don't. I didn't... they don't show any like city. Or any because that's not where this took place. I okay, don't know. Okay, but that's a choice I... they made, like intentionally, to of only course. show those people of that course. way. No, you're right. I, I'm not really trying to excuse it. I'll just stop talking about it. Um, yeah, we don't need to even. So I also wanted to talk about the beginning of the film. He does like a, it's a parody of Cliffhanger, which was a Sylvester Stallone thing, mm. where he's rescuing a raccoon, a raccoon up in the Alps uh-huh. or something, and the raccoon falls and dies. So and it's like Ace really Ventura traumatizing runs away to an ashram like oh right yeah with these Where tibetan buddhist monks or something was it in tibet did they ever even say they didn't it's just again it's just 
It's Asia. It's somewhere where these monks are up a bunch of stairs on top of the mountain. And he went there to try to find peace and meditate and everything. And they hate him there because he's an obnoxious asshole who talks out of his butt still. And (laughs) they want him out. And so this old (sighs) Buddhist monk guy. Yeah. Who was supposed to be like the Dalai Lama. He was very funny. I, I found him very funny. He gives Jim Carrey, because when you reach enlightenment or oneness or whatever, you're uh-huh. supposed to get a medallion of, I don't even know what they called it, but mm-hmm. he gives Jim Carrey his. He's like, oh, here, you want that? Take mine. Now, you're good. He's like, get out oh, of here. you just reached enlightenment. It just happened. Yeah. But I am yet to attain omnipresent supergalactic oneness. No. Wait. There it is. You just attained it. I have. Yes. Just now. You are one. I can see it in your eyes. You're more one than anyone. What about my medallion of spiritual accomplishment? Take mine. This took you 80 years to achieve. That's okay. I don't like it anymore. Really. It's a fucking onk. It's an Egyptian onk. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe I'm ignorant, and maybe that's yeah. like a universal symbol that Tibetan a... Buddhists also use. But maybe. I'm pretty I don't know. sure it's not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure what happened was the white the producers movie, of this film yeah, were just they like, just didn't give a shit. Here, they didn't use care. this weird other thing. No, that's the thing, is people will recognize that as an other symbol, as a s- ethnic. Right. Right. Like, yeah, no, no, no. But, but... All of that did make me laugh. The parts with the monk, like, because they're these, like, you know, um, stoic. What's the word? Like, they've reached, I don't know if they've reached, enlightened. Thank you. They're like very enlightened, um, very peaceful, very calm, very loving. Like, we are all one, we are all connected, sort of thing. But, you know, then as soon as he leaves, they have this big party and it's really funny. And then um, he shows up again later. Yeah. What happens then? Jim Carrey is lost. He's struggling with the case and he can't figure it out. So he meditates and like his, his body appears yeah, before the monk. Yeah. It's But doesn't something funny happen there? I thought the monk said something funny. Yeah, probably. At I don't whatever. Know. The monk was funny. He was funny. The guy who played the monk I thought was very funny. Yeah. I okay, so my next note was I only appreciate the animal rights parts of this, which this one I think was better on animal rights personally, except he hated the bat that he was trying to rescue. He's scared of bats, but um, that's fine. My, you can think that animals deserve like rights exactly, and not, not suffering and still hate bats and think they're creepy and gross. Okay, sure, and beat up a crocodile and beat um, the fuck out of a crocodile. Here's my next note, and this is something. I really want to take a second to think about, would I ever... Are you being sarcastic right now? No, no, no. Okay. Would I ever have found this funny? If I had seen this movie in 1995, would I have found it funnier than I found it... I mean, you found parts of it funny. There were a couple parts, now, I, and so I'm yeah. going to talk about that. No, I mean, but the rest of it, like the stuff that I now recognize as like gross, appropriative... And you know, inaccurate. I probably racist. wouldn't have thought about it as much then. Yeah. So, but I don't. I still don't think I would have found it funny. 
And I wonder also about the first movie, actually. Like, I think at that age, I I would have gone just gone with it. I'm not sure that I would have. Oh, yeah, I absolutely even, would have. you know, with all that, like they go way over the top. It's so offensive. Like they really take it to a, a horrible level that made me feel sick watching it now. Like I really was like, like, I cannot believe this. And I think that as a 17 year old, I don't know. I don't know that it would have. I mean, I wasn't I was not homophobic anymore at 17, but I was I can but probably transphobic. I can say that, I'm probably. sure I probably was, yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's disturbing to think about that. Um, but I think it's also important to note that like for any of our listeners, too, that are like, oh, I loved those movies. And now feel bad for loving sure, them. Don't yeah. do that. No, yeah. Because, because now you know. Well, and you've and it grown. Was part of, I mean, all of these things are are like time capsules, you know? And there were, but the thing is, like, you can't just excuse the, I'm, I'm, I'm no, not saying, I'm, I'm not, not yeah, no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying anybody who liked these movies is bad or anything. I mean, I, I totally get that they were really funny at the time, maybe, or, you know, and we didn't know they were offensive, frankly, um, especially kids. But well, because there was no representation, we didn't well, talk that, about. Okay, this is what I was just going to say: is that there were people out there trying to do. We have talked about other things, like my so-called life and um, uh, Foxfire, and I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. But people were trying to put media out there that was that did have some representation um so that's why i say you can't just let this off the hook like it's it's not like nobody knew that it was not cool to be an asshole you know what i mean yeah i, I mean like everyone I'm knew not, and i'm not saying at all like oh you were just a product of the time and it's fine i'm no. saying that it's i'm it's talking actually... about the makers of yeah. the film i'm not talking about people watching right. it at all i'm talking about you know, I don't want to let them off the hook because there were other examples. Like, you know, yeah, this was this they is played the, it just they just went for like easy. This is the easiest laughs. joke. They're punching yep, down. That's exactly against a group that at the time there were very few defenders of. Yes, in exactly, public. exactly. And it was an easy, easy joke. Yep, it's the laziest type of humor, and that's the problem. And offensive. I mean, yeah, right, yeah. So, okay. So can I talk about the part that did make me laugh very hard? Yes. <laughs> so there's a part with where he has to like, I don't even, I don't know what led up to this or why this happened. I don't give a fuck about the plot of this movie. But there, he ends up having to like fight this, uh, this guy from the tribe who, by the way, is, was a cast member in In Living Color, whose name I forgot to look up. So I apologize for that, everyone. So he has to fight this guy, and he's like a little guy, so he thinks it's going to be an easy fight and whatever. But um, he brings with him a translator from the other tribe, but this guy who's with him doesn't speak this language very well. <laughs> and so he's, first of all, he's mistranslating <laughs> everything that Jim Carrey is saying, which I always find funny. I think mistranslations are really funny, so like... Jim Carrey says, like, I come in peace. And I don't know. And the guy's like, the guy translates it basically as like, fuck you, I want to fight you and die in hell. But they um the tribe has a word that they keep referring to him as, and he asks, and they're like, Oh yeah, it means white devil. And then 
when his friend describes or or uh, speaks for him, he refers to him as the white devil. Yeah. Tell him what I'm saying. I come me in peace. In Quensu Ocha, Uza, in Kosozana. I couldn't help but notice that Equinsu Archer part. Did you just refer to me as White Devil? This how they knew you. Leave that part out from now on. He says, like White Devil says, <laughs> and so... Jim Carrey says, "I can't says, help but notice." I can't but notice that you. Did you call me White Devil? <laughs> just leave that part out next time. But it, it's a genuinely funny moment to me because it's probably the most self-aware moment. Also, like. Like, yeah, he is the white devil. He, I mean, like, he is, as you said, like, all the people are colonizers. Like, he is, it makes perfect sense that they would call him white devil. And, oh, God. Anyway, it made me laugh really hard. And then there's one other line that my brother had told me about where he's in this rhino, this fake rhino, which is ridiculous and doesn't look real at all. But he's hiding in there to try to spy on these guys who are like poachers or something. And he um, he has a little fan in there, but it stops working. And then um, he gets really, really hot. And he goes, kind of hot in these rhinos. So anyway, those are the little parts that made me laugh. And those are probably like, some of the only clips I'm going to put in here. Yeah, so probably not a there, lot of clips There this probably time. weren't a lot of clips in this episode. I'm saying that because, you know, I don't know yet. But I don't really want to give this movie a whole lot of, you know, more, like, airtime. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So I want to say a few other things and just maybe have a conversation about it. I don't know if we need to. But um, we put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode uh, because... Some of our listeners might not want to listen to our discussion of this, which is totally fair. Yeah. Um, and we might get things wrong. Um, mm, if we oh, said yeah. anything wrong or got something wrong, I'm sure we did. Please let us know. Um, we wanted to have the discussion about how far things have come and why we can look back now and be like, this is a bad yeah. thing that they did and a bad representation. Right. Um, there's also a lot of stuff going on right now with... Um, a couple children's hospitals in Boston and Pittsburgh that have been attacked online. Um, people are getting death threats and doctors that work there are getting threatened and um, people are getting doxxed and swatted um, online, like trans activists and other people. There's been a huge like trans backlash happening in this country recently. And, and just all queer issues but yeah trans yeah. in particular for sure trans identities have become a like the rights wedge issue that they're trying to split people with recently and it's been a it's been an ongoing like planned operation for a while oh, and yeah. a lot of activists are are pushing this online marjorie taylor green recently you know that piece of shit from wherever she's from um she submitted some legislation to basically outlaw being trans. She wants to pull all funding for all any sort of affirmative care um, and only fund conversion therapies. Um, and that will kill people. Yeah. And that will cause people to lose, like, medications they need and yeah. care they need. Has it? Did it pass? Or it's just been no, introduced? No, no, no. Okay. It won't even get a vote, I'm okay. sure. Okay. Um, she's just doing it just to... 
Well, just to rile people I know, up and, and that's... show that she's God, fuck doing her, man. Fuck her thing. Her. Uh, they, they're calling people groomers now. They've labeled things. Yep. There's like It's a coordinated attack oh, yeah. that they're I mean, doing. They're co-opting language. It's just like abortion. Language. They've been right. working on this for decades. Like... <sighs> so in a way, it feels kind of appropriate that we watch this movie now. And I hate that we're like promoting it at all <laughs> if we are. <laughs> I think that's all really good and important context and that uh, I, I think that what made I think that the offensiveness of the first movie um, was felt it, it just felt like a real like gut punch because of all of this, like because anti-trans <sighs> bullshit is is um, I mean, it. It's not higher than it's ever been because it's it's always been out there. But there are actual I mean, but elected officials trying to make it illegal to be who you are is um, just next level fucking disgusting and evil. And um, at a time when representation was getting better and acceptance was it. And getting I, slightly better. I will say that that is continuing. I This is one of those things where I'm like. You know, this the fucking right wing pieces of shit who are out there trying to pass this legislation or talking about how trans people shouldn't exist or whatever are in the vast minority. And it doesn't feel however you want to feel about that. But and if you look at the media that's coming out now, representation is it is it's everywhere. Um, I, Not to say that it's perfect yet at all, but. I don't know. I guess I'm just saying like, like, this is part of why we do this podcast. Um, on one hand, like it's for me to look at this traumatic experience through the lens of something fun. Right. But the other thing, the other reason is because I, we really, really think, believe in the power of pop culture. Like I think pop culture is incredibly important. I know a lot of people who are like, uh, you know, poo poo, whatever pop culture, um, but those people are stupid. And so, um, no, I don't know a lot of people like that. I'm just saying it's important because it's what we take in. It's it, it does matter that people are represented. People's opinions are shaped by this kind of thing. And so this is my long ADHD way of getting to saying that I think that that represents us as a society far more than these very loud fucking transphobic homophobic pieces of shit did that make any sense yeah and that's not to take away any of the pain of that and the fucking horribleness of it and the and the fact that people are suffering in states where their governors are (sighs) spouting this kind of bullshit at all i just i'm just saying let's not forget that the vast majority of us do not are not do not buy into that shit. Do you agree? You look like you might not agree. No, I agree. I'm just really angry. Of course, I'm also really angry. It's a it's a it's fucking scary and horrifying. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Yeah. But so one other thing I want to say, um, we really, really, we really, really appreciate our patrons and um. We oh, man. we don't we have ever... a ton of them, but we have a lot of ongoing ones that we really appreciate. So I want 
to propose that uh, to atone for watching this this movie and paying for these, I think we're going to donate our um, Patreon funds from this month to to Trans Lifeline or um, nice some other charities or activist groups um, this month. And that's a great idea. We'll put some links in the. It's not a ton of money, but it's a little. Yeah, we'll put some links in the show notes um, or in the description, uh, and we'll do the same in our Facebook group and on Twitter. If if you listening have any suggestions um, for good of places to give, uh-huh. uh, we would also like to put a call out to our listeners and say, if you have a few extra dollars, maybe give some yeah. to a charity of your choice mm-hmm. in this area as well. Yeah. And can we... Finally, please be done with Jim yeah, Carrey. We are done. Hey, we are done with Jim Carrey. We did it. Some of you out there may be um, thinking right now that there is another movie in the there timeline. Is, and we're not doing it. And I'll tell you why. The movie is Dumb and Dumber. The real reason is because I've seen it multiple times. So it doesn't really fit with our I never saw that uh, situation. And I've so, had just about enough of Mr. Carrey. No, no. we're Yeah, we're done. I think... Uh, I would never try to argue for Dumb and Dumber at this point after what I've put Micah through. So um, I'm very, once again, I sincerely and deeply apologize to Micah and to our listeners. And we're going to move on. Apology not accepted. <laughs> we're going to move on to hopefully better things. Um, oh, my God. It can't be any worse. What? I mean, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> please don't. Because you know it can get worse. Um, but we will try to avoid things that we know are, you know actively transphobic I, and like I said I would have done that if I had known so I'm sorry about that we are coming up our one of our patrons and listeners Pat who raised his Patreon amount recently and that means so at the $5 a month level you get to choose the topic of an episode so Pat made a playlist that we are going to do and he is going to come on and talk with us about it so that's going to be super fun. Um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. And so that will be really fun. And I believe that'll be next week's episode, uh, as long as we can find a time to record with Pat. Otherwise, it'll be the week after. But it's coming up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. And we have some other fun stuff on the, you know, the docket that will be way more fun than these movies were. Yeah. So just a reminder, don't pay for these movies don't if you own the dvds just go ahead and smash them right now yeah it'll feel good um and, and you'll get that good glass smashing sound that you know like they got from this movie yeah mm-hmm. and if you're one of those people that um, goes out and rents the movie or tries to watch whatever we watch each week just take that money and donate it to trans lifeline or one there of the go. other charities listed in the the description um yep. or look online um find one there are probably tons and i think it would be cool just to list a whole bunch of them so Get at us on Twitter at Never Saw That Pod, mm-hmm. um, or on our Facebook group called I Never Saw That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty much the places. You can email us at info at I Never Saw That dot com as well. We do also have an Instagram account called I Never Saw That. If you want to follow that, it's really we don't do a whole lot with it, but we post. I try to post a photo of what we're doing. You know, at least the topic every week. And our Patreon is also just I Never Saw That. Yep. Patreon.com slash I never saw that, I believe. So if you want to make a pledge um, for this next month, that money will go to Trans Lifeline. Yeah. 
We're not going to get into Montana this week because this is already way too long. So we will just say thank you so much for listening. And uh, we love and appreciate you. And thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See you in the 90s. Comes, I go get live with the honey. Rolling down the street, I saw this girl when she was pumping. I winked my eyes, got into the ride, went to a club with jumping. Introduced myself as low, she said, You're a liar. I said, I got it going on, baby doll, and I'm a fire. Took her to the hotel, she said, You're the king. I said, Be my queen, if you know what I mean, and let's do the wild thing. Wow, fine. Wow, fine. Wow, fine. Wow, fine. All righty then.